Hi, it's Becky here from Thriving Language and I'm really excited today to be joined by Ags who is a student teacher and she's going to tell us a little bit about her journey, how she got there and what it's like to be a student teacher because I know there's lots of people in early years and also in education who are thinking of different routes so we're going to have a chat with Aggie today. So welcome Ags. Hi, well, hello. <laughs> it's really nice to see you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration of why you you originally went into teacher training okay so um i did health and social care at a level um and that was kind of the first time i had ever been studying early child care and you know everything to do with health and social care so and I really really enjoyed it I spent most of my evenings like researching just sounds really sounds really nerdy but just for the fun of yeah. it so but um, that's how you learn isn't yeah. it yeah so and that's how you start to get passionate about something so that's yeah. like yeah that's yeah. brilliant. and then I decided to do something completely different and go down the drama route for um my BA so for my degree um and I really, really enjoyed that. Thought I would do drama therapy or something along those lines. Um, but then uh, COVID hit. So right. Okay. <laughs> no, so, so can we that. just recap a little bit there? So yeah. when you went, when you went into doing your um, health and social, what was it about health and social that you felt so passionate about? With or did somebody inspire you along the line, along the way? I there? think it's just always helping people and helping others around you isn't it that's the whole health and social care can be anything from like uh nursing you know parent being a paramedic uh education teaching it's like anything along right like working in the that sector so I think it was just always something that I knew I really wanted to make a difference and help people right okay so that Um, inspired you to do so when you got your drama degree then what did you decide to do what were you thinking along the lines of doing with your drama degree so um originally I thought going into acting like screen plays and screen acting would be the way forward but it just I wasn't didn't find like I I was passionate right I wasn't really that passionate about it because I didn't feel like I was making enough of a difference um I ju- it was just something that was like a hobby to me rather right. than like a uh, real passion, I guess. Okay, so like a vocation, like following your vocation. Yeah. So so now you've sort of obviously with your drama degree, you could have gone into lots of different things, couldn't you? Like you're saying like drama therapy mm. and um, working in sort of different ways in schools. And obviously like you could have gone down the senior school route of being yeah. a drama. So, so which age did you decide to like be a student teacher with? Which age did you choose? Um, so I've gone with the five to 11 route. Right, okay. Um, just because I I ummed and ahed about it for ages and for such a long time I thought oh no secondaries mm. where I want to be but I mean being quite young myself I didn't feel comfortable going and teaching students that were four years younger than me yeah and do, <laughs> and do you think your basis your background for early years had given you like sort of a bit of an insight into working with younger children yeah, as well yeah so, and I knew it, I mean I I knew I was it was something that I was good at so I thought you know why make it difficult for myself I'm, I'm yeah. 
I should go for something that I know that I'm passionate with and I know that I'm I'm really good at as well. So that's why yeah, I decided to Yeah, and you, and you get, have that feedback from managers and obviously yeah. you also manage an out-of-school club, don't you, as well yeah. now. So, so you knew you had that background. So, it's, so would you say having that experience before you went into being a student teacher was a good idea? Yeah, definitely. I think getting as much... I mean, I've worked in, in various different jobs, you know, bars and... I've worked in a hospital, I've worked everywhere. So I, not everywhere, but retail, like you, yeah. you have got to test it out and figure out what you really like to do and what makes you tick, basically, yeah. what makes what makes you come alive. And I think for me, that was working with children. Yeah, which is great. That's it's great the best to hear. job in the world. Oh, <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Like when you, so now you've had chance to actually be full-time working in schools. So, so your, which route did you decide to go down? Which route did you go down with the university? So you, part of your time is at university and part of your time is in schools or, or are you in schools full-time? Um, so I am doing a PGC course, right. which is half of it's in uni. I mean, I mean, the majority of it is really in schools. There's three placements, um, one where you teach 40%, second where you teach 60% and the third where you teach 80%. So you are right. pretty much in the third one, full-time teacher with PPA and everything. If teachers only really teach about 90% with the PPA. So right. you are their class teacher then, which is quite nerve-wracking. Right. But it's also fun. It's really good. Um, and what have you found from, like, so so from your expectations of going into school to be um, a teacher, what have you found when you've been you've gone in? What are the main differences that you thought it might be like and it is like? Um, I thought it would have changed quite a lot since I was at school, but actually... It hasn't massively, right, which okay. I found really interesting. Um, I think sometimes it it completely depends with what school you get placed in. It's really good to have a variety of seeing all these different types of schools and how they're run because some are a lot more old fashioned than others. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the main passion that I know I really want to take forward into my classroom as well as obviously the main one being looking after the children and them learning but I really want to make sure that my resources are completely natural as well as right. I really just I think you know it's such a it needs to be more up to date with natural resources being wooden instead of plastic it just children need to be able to experience all of those things that they would experience in the real world um, so we're so we obviously you know me and Bex at Thriving Language we're really all about like sort of free flow play and outdoor play mm. as well did you take any of your lessons outdoors that you planned yeah. as well yeah so that's another thing with some of the children especially working I've worked in some areas um some deprived areas um and we do not go outside at all and some children haven't don't really go outside when they get home either so I thought right best thing to do is we'll take them outside and we'll do a lesson outside they were so excited about it it's like the best thing ever yeah um so we did some science out outside and it was like they had learned they learned so much more um they retained so much more information than the what they would have inside less distraction like yeah. 
it was just it's, brilliant I think it's really the way forward it's great to test it out isn't it and just give it a try because mm. it can be a bit scary when you've always done the lessons inside but yeah. coming to it for, with a new perspective whereas you've you've been in free flow settings and you've run sort of you know you've been around people who are looking at outdoor play all the time knowing that and going with your knowledge as well mm. that's great that you you took that and ran with it and because I'm going to try it because that's tricky yeah. can can I just ask what what would you say about um being at university as well what, what's the workload like because I'm just thinking of people thinking of they might go into it and yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> it is it is a lot the main thing I would say which is really brilliant is this is your chance <coughs> I've got a tickle in my throat oh. <laughs> this is your chance to um test things out because when you're a teacher it, ma it matters a bit more but when you're training you're a student test them out you know take them outside do things that you think oh actually I'm going to give this a go today move move the tables around you know do what you need to do to know what works and what doesn't work it's all about trial and error uh, I think with the workload at uni it is a lot um it is a lot <laughs> I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I love how you repeat um, a lot then <laughs> yeah it's a lot yeah. I mean uh best advice I can give probably is just stay try and stay organized try and not let it get too much on top of you try and do little and often that is the best way to do it and just keep really you have to really think do you know what do you think in that time I'm going to be so focused yeah and I, and I need to do it yeah. um, and as well you know obviously there's there's people on these courses as well you're all on it together does mm. that help that you've got your peer group oh yeah that... definitely I wouldn't be able to do it without any of my friend my teacher student friends that I've got at the moment I mean you all help each other through it because when you have that first lecture of you're going into placement um and they're like right you've got to do this this and this and this you go oh and you go oh my goodness how am I going to do this and I you've just got to help each other through it and you've just got to be like oh what did you do for this form or what do you do for this form and just get an idea of what people are doing and help each other out and that's the main that's Amazing that's fantastic well it's been really lovely to talk to you today and what we're going to do is like follow your journey so when you get your your teaching position and things we'll, we'll chat to you again about that and is that there was just one change that you were saying so now when you get your qualification as a teacher you then need to be in school for two years is that right now yeah so it's changed from nqt to ect years um which means early careers teacher right um and that's now two years rather than one uh, that's quite a recent change. Okay. I think it only happened within the last year or so. Um, but that's something to think about and know before you go into yeah, it as that's well, definitely, isn't it? I didn't know that before I went yeah. into it, but I, I mean... That's, that's definitely something that's a good top tip though. so yeah yeah so oh it's been lovely to see speak to you today and learn about that as well because i know loads of people chat to us in earlier and say i might go down this route and i might do this so the fact you have and mm. they've sort of you know can have a little listen and see yeah. everybody you know join with us any questions you've got obviously we can put them to aggie yeah. if you email rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk and if you want to follow aggie she's on um miss Bullo teaches um, and we'll put that link on from Instagram as well. Um, and 
like I say, if you'd like to be on one of our podcasts or you've got something interesting that you want to chat about or you've got any questions for me and Bex, you can always um, have a look on our website. It's www.thrivinglanguage.co.uk. Nearly got that right. (laughs) Um, And then you can just head over there for your training. Um, Anything, we can come to you face-to-face now, which we're loving coming back out. There's some online training. And we've got a new book published by Routledge as well. And our own publications are on there. So anything you need from us, just give us a shout. Lovely to speak to you. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.